Hi, everyone. I'm Mona Vand. And I'm Chloe Flower. Welcome back to Core Self. And today we have a very special guest. Yes, we're welcoming our first special guest and a very good friend of mine, the Shay Mitchell. And for those of you who may not know her, like, where have you been? (laughs) You don't have social media because she's also (laughs) a huge social media star in addition to being an actress, a model entrepreneur, activist. I actually met her uh, through anti-human trafficking work. I mean, you and Shay are like the ultimate BFF goals. Oh my God, she's so supportion. She, oh, that's not a word. That's so a Chloeism. <laughs> that's a Chloeism. It's a Chloeism, yeah. Yeah, but you and Shay, I live for the moments when she comes to visit you in New York and you guys always do like the cute photos in the street or you get paparazzi. I don't know what's happening, but like so we're all just like friendship goals. And I love that you guys met through activism. Yeah, that's actually how we met in Los Angeles, both doing work on anti-human trafficking and uh, became, I was like, you're so pretty and Asian. You know, I love Asians and pretty. So I was like, oh my God, do you want to be best friends? She's my first friend in Los Angeles. That just gave, it was like giving mean girls, but in the sweetest way. (laughs) Like in the best way, like yeah. if Mean Girls it's was nice kind. girls. Yes, it was nice girls. <laughs> yeah, so she was so cool. And we just have a lot of similar interests and a lot of similar philosophies. Which I think you guys get into in this episode. Oh, girl. So let's, you don't agree with. <laughs> let's play the episode and then I have a lot to say. Okay, so I'm here with Shay, who I've been friends with for, babe, how long have we been friends? 100 years. I feel like it's actually been maybe 12 or 13 years. Yeah. So we've been friends a long time. And here we are. Golden and girl. here we are in our 30. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about something that was one of our early conversations. We, I just remember this conversation because it was so relevant to me at the time. You know, I've been proposed to before, <laughs> but I, I never wanted to get married. And I remember when I said it to you in the car on the way to Pinkberry, you reacted in a way that was so different than what I thought you were going to say. You agreed with me. And I was like, whoa, you're not yelling at me. You're not making me feel bad. You're not disagreeing with me. And you're, you know, you're a working woman. You're so, you were already so successful at the time. So it was really empowering for me. And I just feel like I wanted to talk to you about how I sometimes feel like you and I may not be alone in that situation where we, we don't necessarily feel like we have to get married. Uh, to be in a relationship and to have a fulfilling life. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? I think ever from the get, like my parents have been married for what, 36, 37 years. I can't keep track. So it's not even like I was raised with, you know, parents of divorce or, you know, they didn't have a good marriage. My parents are still happily married. And I've always had a really great example But for myself, it was just never something that was, you know, an end goal for me. I knew I wanted to have kids. I knew I wanted to have a partner to have those kids with. But I just am not traditional in that sense with, I think, anything. You know, I had my daughter with my partner. And that, to me, is more of a commitment than anything. You know, I don't know. I think everybody has their own opinions about marriage. But for myself, I don't need anybody to officially say you guys all together for me to feel like we are. And I think, you know, some of my examples are like the Goldie Hans of the world. That's, that's what I, I mean, they're still together and that's hard to do in Hollywood. So they're doing something right. Absolutely. Do you find that like people, um, do you find that people are surprised by your decision to, especially because you have kids? hundred percent. 
oh my gosh. They're like, you don't want to get married, but does he just not want to get married? And I'm like, no, actually he would get married. I don't want to. And yeah, you know, they're so shocked by it because especially, you know, having our second on the way, they're like, so what are you guys getting after this one? Right. And I'm like, no, we're not. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't, I've never seen the need for it personally, but trust me, I love to go to a wedding. I will always accept and make pl- move plans so I can go to people's weddings. I love them, just not for myself. Same. You know, my parents actually were, are still married too. And they, mm-hmm. uh, you know, have been together for, you know, 30 something years as well. You know, maybe that's, <laughs> and I never actually saw fairy tales until I was, I think my first fairy tale was like Beauty and the Beast. And I think I wasn't even, a child anymore. I was like a young adult and I saw this and I think that had a, a, a role in how I viewed life, a happy life, like a fairy tale. To me, a fairy tale was a career, right? right? Like for us, fairy tale was a career, having our own independence and not relying on anybody. It was never like, oh, a prince is going to come rescue me. And so I don't know. Did you ever watch fairy tales growing up? I, I mean, I grew up with Disney. Like when I was definitely in my childhood, I you know, those were my favorite things to watch. But, and I think that is true. You know, sometimes we watch those movies at such a young age and we grow up thinking we need to be saved or we need to find that one person. And I don't know. I think my parents kind of, you know, they allowed me to watch Disney movies, but they also instilled a different sort of message to me, even by way of example. You know, they had bought me my first car when I got my license. And then one time I wanted to go out and I couldn't find my keys. And I went up to my parents. I'm like, hey, I can't find my keys. They're like, yeah, we took them. And I'm like, okay, well, I want to go for a drive. They're like, no. And I'm like, what? I didn't do anything. Like, I'm not grounded. I've been perfect angel. Like, where give me my car keys? And my dad simply was just like, no, we bought you this car and we can take it away. And that was kind of the messaging. Like, if you want to be able to have things of your own and truly own them, you need to buy them for yourself. You need to attain them on your own. And that was just such an important message for me because I, you know, have forever gone through life always getting things on my own. And that's not to say, sure, gifts are great. It's nice if you have a partner who can give you things. But at the same time, when you get that something for yourself, nobody can take that away. Absolutely. I don't know. Is it, do you find that it's difficult to not get married because you have kids? Because I know like that's a totally different situation, right? Because you have, you have children. So that bond is almost like it's even more than marriage, in my opinion. It's way more. Th- I mean, I don't know. I'm not married. I don't have that experience to speak on. However, when you have children, regardless if if you are madly in love or want to end the person, you need to communicate, or at least you should for the, you know, your children. And, and that was why for me, finding somebody who, you know, I call a partner, he doesn't love that, but I say partner because you're like my partner in this experience. Like we have committed to each other to be the best for our children. Then that for me never meant like, oh my gosh, if if we didn't work out, I could never leave him. No, I would be leaving our marriage. I wouldn't be leaving our family. And I think that's a very important distinction that a lot of people get confused. And a lot of, you know, women and men sometimes when they're going through a difficult time in their relationship, so many times I've heard, well, I don't want to leave my family. I'd never leave my family. So I'll stick it through because I don't want to leave them. 
And in the back of my mind, I've always thought, well, you're not leaving your family. You're leaving the marriage if they've gotten married. And I, and those two are so different. And I think that's something I've always had separate, you know, like I said, again, if we don't work out, then I'm leaving this relationship. I'm not leaving my family. And that's super important. Do you think that you just didn't want to get married because that's kind of been instilled in you? Like you said, you hadn't grown up with that in your mind. Independence was more important. You know what it was? I was so focused on my, I think it wasn't even intentional at first. I was so focused on my career and so focused on piano and making music that I just like, it wasn't on the table. It wasn't a priority. I remember going to this um, energy reader in St. Bart's and he like asked me to ask him any question and I kept asking him all these career questions and at the end he's like we're almost done with the session don't you want to ask me about a relationship and I was like oh shit like right no (laughs) it's like uh I guess like if you want to say something do you you know do you feel anything and then he had like his one you know his one answer but I remember being like wow I really it's not even a priority for me however I'm always in a relationship though somehow but like it's not a priority for me. And the marriage thing to me is just a piece of paper. It, it's like, to me, like marriage and, you know, uh, being in, be having a life partner yeah. or having any kind of partner is, you know, like your word is stronger than Oak. I can't think of anything less cheesy to describe it as like your word is stronger than Oak. Right. And so the paper to me is just a piece of paper. Right. And I think how I see it for you, especially is that, you, I think where people get in trouble with marriages are looking for somebody to complete them. It's like every love song, you know, I found my other half, you complete me, blah, blah, blah. And I think you are happy regardless and have always been with or without somebody standing next to you or you in a relationship. And that makes your relationship so much stronger, in my opinion, because you allow them to add to your happiness as opposed to being your whole happiness. And that's super important. Like, I think, especially when you are looking for somebody or you want the relationship, you really do have to ask yourself, like, is it so that I can have them make me happy? Or am I just looking for somebody to share these experiences with and to add to it? Yeah, you're so good about that, too, because you're actually you apply that same logic to your career. You're not looking for um, success in your career to to make Make you happy, happy. but it's adding to your life and it's making you already you're already happy and it's just adding to to that happiness. It's another goal. Um, I love that. That's deep, girl. (laughs) I think, too, when people get it wrong and maybe what's been another turnoff for me is when you know, they think, okay, well, we're married now. So this solidifies. They're never going to look at anybody else. We are here till the end. And that's also something that I'm like, that's a fairy tale in and of itself as well. You know, the whole idea of getting married to somebody, I think has to be very clear for both parties before getting into a marriage. Because I think sometimes that's where the problem lies is when two people have very different ideas as to why they are getting married. And I've had friends in the past on both sides, you know, that have sometimes been like, well, she wants to get married before we have kids. So I have to, and that's like, "Eh, shouldn't do that. You know, then I have women that are like, well, then he has a ring on. So when he's out, people know he's married. I'm like, "Eh, they don't care. Like, you know, you have to have a better reason as to why you want to get married than for this, you know, reasons like that. I think just because they're not strong enough, which is why 50% of marriages end in divorce. Like 
I just think sometimes the messaging and what people envision married life to be like is sometimes off from what it is. You have to work to make it something. I think also it's because people, you know, that's that whole societal belief that you have to be married with kids by married by 25 with kids by 28, you know, that whole, that whole idea. I hear that so much from my, my friends. And even growing up, you know, when I was young, I was like, you want to get married by the time you're 25. That's crazy. That seems so young to me, but good for you. And it wasn't like their response was always, oh yes, this is what I want. It was this is what I'm supposed to do. Right. Of course. On paper. Yeah. And it's crazy to me that, um, you, to me, in my opinion, it's, it's like so young to get married. Like I didn't know what I wanted at 25 versus what I want now. Right. And, um, yeah. And I think that that's okay. I think we all grow differently, but. Or in my case, when they're like, you had a child out of wedlock, I'm like, well, the only thing separating me from you is you signed and I didn't. And legally in the books, you are married. We could not be more together right now, you know, with or without anything. And I also, you know, I think it was Charlize Theron that said something in an interview one time that really caught my attention. And she was like, in a relationship, I love the idea that you get to come home because you want to and not because you have to. And sometimes I feel like in marriages, that's not the case, you know, and I, I, I don't know. I, I just I took it with my own grain of salt and I loved it. Because I, I like that fact that I get to make that decision every single day. And if you yeah, keep people out, on their toes, right, <laughs> as you should be. But like, I just, I, I like that idea that, you know, we're making this decision. No one is telling us we have to. There's no fear of like, oh, if we don't, then, you know, there's going to be a huge divorce hearing. Like, it's just, it is what it is. You come home because you want to. I never want anybody that I'm with to feel forced. And I don't want to be a ball and chain. And that's not to say that's just for married couples that can be in any relationship married or not i just think it's important that both parties want to be in that relationship married or not and that is how i like it amen shay thanks for joining me today i love talking to you bestie that was All so the much time, fun anytime my wise, stunning, independent <laughs> mom, boss, lady friend. Let's just Thank start you. a new trend. Let's live together on some commune, okay? For the rest exactly. Of our lives. That's we'll be life partners. I'm gonna tell Michael that what if we ever break up, we're moving to a compound. Yes, done bringing all done. the girls with us. <laughs> exactly. Done yes. and done. Oh my God, Chloe, that was such a good episode. Hey, right? Not what you expected. No, I feel like I got to know Shay on like an intimate level. And also, it's just so, first of all, I'm inspired. But also, we, you and I know that I have very different feelings on this topic. Mm-hmm. But it still is inspired. It's just empowering to women, even though I personally feel differently. Right? Yeah. No, I think it's like everyone has their own case-by-case unique thought on when they should get married, how they should get married. Like some people don't want like a romantic proposal. Some people don't want it at all. Some people need like rose petals and whatever the other thing is. Yeah. Just like the whole the Instagram proposal. Yes. Yeah. I mean, rom-com. And then you guys don't both don't even feel the need to get married. And I'm the type of person I have to say, and it's almost like I don't want to share this because I'm like, Yes, independent women, but like I'm just going to share my truth. Like I've no filters, no filters, <laughs> no holding back. I've had that fairy tale romance, like Prince Charming, I've wanted since I was a little girl watching Disney movies. Like I would, I remember when I was waiting for the school bus in my living room, I would act out 
like the couch above me, like like I was on the bottom and like the prince was like saving me and I was like Stop jump on right now. Swear to God, I remember this when I was like six. Oh my God, that's so cute though. Right? I, I don't love know. That. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's like, you know, I think, you know, like I said earlier, I just never watched those movies till I was older. Oh, wait, I wanted to ask you that because did your, like I don't know any kid who didn't watch Disney movies. Were you not allowed to? It wasn't even that I wasn't allowed to. I was just like practicing all the time. I wasn't allowed to really watch TV. We only had a TV in one place in our house. And mm. it was like for NPR, like a PBS, Masterpiece It just wasn't theater. a part of like your family dynamic. Like, no. Well, right. We would go to movies as a family, like to the theater. But it was always like my dad loves action movies. So it was like some like Nicolas Cage, Bruce Willis type of thing. Wow. So I just didn't get a chance to watch these these movies. I think the most romantic movie I ever saw as a child was Jean de Florette, which was in French. <laughs> it sounds so pretentious, but really, Jean de Florette is so amazing. It's such a beautiful movie. But I was like, oh, this is like marriage and like solidarity with family. I remember thinking that was beautiful, but it was never like a come rescue me, although I kind of wish I had that right now. <laughs> I do. I do think we're so. Sh I mean, we're shaped by everything we consume on mm -hmm. TV. We hear. We read. But God, how many little girls, right, are influenced by it? So maybe it was the movies. I also think there's something. There's something I really took out of this episode. You and Shay both come from like very happily married parents, and you had this very like wholesome family upbringing where you saw love and you had this great example of love, and you still didn't want to get married. And I wonder if it's because you had that security where. You didn't feel like you needed it, whereas I definitely came from more of a broken family. You know, I never really got to see my dad and brother they lived across the country. And maybe I was looking for that, like, I want that man, that knight in shining armor to come save me. I thought there was something to that because that's mm. interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't I didn't realize like how like Shay's parents. Are, they're so cute. They're still in love. I see them all the time and they're really, really adorable. Um, cool. My parents. Yeah. My parents weren't so. um in love with each other like until like literally I'm not even exaggerating like seven months ago oh at like 70 they're in love again they just like settled into like being comfortable know. who they are I don't know like my dad's I, I literally am gonna cringe repeating it but my dad said to my mom like I'm gonna spend the rest of my life making it up to you he's referring to golf and um he like always wait played really golf. yeah like literally he would always play golf oh, and he, golf widow that's yes. what they call it. Is that a thing? Yeah, oh my I, God. I was a golf widow to my first boyfriend. Oh, babe, it's painful, I think, Super for my mom. Painful. Like, my dad got me golf clubs when I was 12 and, like, with little pink golf balls, and my mom was, like, straight to the garbaggio. <laughs> like, no. Like, literally, no golf clubs in this house for my children. And so I remember I was like, these were so expensive and they're pink. But no, wasn't allowed to play golf and also, like, sun damage. Very right. Asian thing. Yeah. So recently, my mom like was like, you've al you always played golf your whole life. And he's like, I'm going to spend the rest of my life making it up to you. And they like are so in love now. My mom will like call me and be like, oh, my gosh, your father did this. And I'm like, ew, but amazing. That's so sweet. Yeah, it's sweet. So I, I mean, definitely, oh I God. think that being raised with love is like so important for so many reasons, not just relationships, but just like life decisions. Like I was yeah. truly raised with love. But. I don't know if that necessarily had anything to do with, you know, being independent and, you know, wanting to have a career more than a family. I think, you know, one of my other, I mean, you know, Erica. I love Erica. My bestie. She also came from a very healthy family. Like her parents are still their best friends. They're super in love. And I remember there was one point when I was single 
and I was like, oh, like love is my number one. Like, mm-hmm. what's my number one in life? My North Star is like love and family. I was like, you too, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, not really. And I <gasps> no, was like, really? oh, now, I mean, she wants to get married, but it is even that differentiation where it's like, that's not the thing she was looking for her whole life. Whereas like, that's what I wanted. But why is marriage equal love or whatever? Love equal marriage. Why is the paper so important? Right. Is my question. I know. And it's it's not like, I guess, if, if me and Gary didn't get married or like I would still feel justice together, but I'm I'm so glad we are and I want it. And I like, I, I like that tradition. I do have a lot of tradition, tradition in me and I like it. I maybe because I didn't get to experience a lot of it growing up that I just like, it feels cozy to me. And the ceremony itself is beautiful. Oh like, my God, beautiful. You know, Shay was saying how she would go to any wedding. I'm the yes. same. Like I will go to all the weddings and more, like unless I'm performing, no thanks. But I like, think that, yeah, it's yeah. beautiful, right? Yeah. Do you, I mean, you like, so you like love. You just I don't. love love. Like, I don't know. Like, and I was boy crazy growing up. Like, I thought I was going to marry everyone. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm marrying him. I'm marrying him. It was just a thing I would say. I'd be like, oh, he's my husband. But like, but then when it really came down to it, it's like, do I actually want to get married? And you just don't. You know what I thought was cool that Shay said? We're not, I found this very interesting where she was like, if things don't work out with me and my partner, I wouldn't consider myself leaving the family. I'm totally. just leaving the marriage. And yeah. I'm like, the fact that she... Because, yeah, it's almost like so healthy. It's like, hey, like I'll never leave our family. But if you and I aren't in love and we're not working out, like I'm out. And that I really respect because I don't think you should stay in a marriage if you're unhappy. Agreed. You know, I think this spark and love and everything should be there. Yeah. And it's like you just life. My mom always said life is long. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you want to spend that time that you have, the short time that we have it's still long for us. And you want to spend that with a person that you really love. And if you grow apart, which happens a lot, you know, for me, I'm like, oh, that's normal and that's okay. And then I don't have to pay a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Do you, I have a question in your head. Do you feel like you and Michael, are you like, hey, we could grow apart? Or are you like, this is my person. Like, I feel like we're going to be together till we're 90. Like today, I'm like, he is my person. And like all the days before that, I'm like, he is my person. But I always tell him honestly, I'm like, hey, maybe you're going to like be annoyed with me or like maybe you're going to like want some someone different. It's not necessarily me. I'm like a very I'm very much a creature of habit. So I don't like bore easily. Like I'm the person that listens to the same song a thousand times in a row. I think you are, too. Been listening to Miley Cyrus Flowers on repeat. Oh, yeah. So good. All all weekend. Really good. Yeah. So that's a perfect example of just like how we're fine. We don't need like the excitement of something new. That's yep. not our personality styles, whether it's in a musical song or a relationship so I'm not like I don't have any fear about like me and I don't think he has any fear it's just a simple like as simple as we don't have kids mm-hmm. we're not planning on having kids anytime soon so until we get to the point where we feel like it's necessary like I don't know I mean I hear it's good for taxes so. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like, I, someone said that to me recently I was like oh shit but I feel like you also end up gravitating I mean not always, but it's like you guys are both good with it. It's not like Michael's super upset, although I think he would get married, and, yeah. but he's okay with it. You guys are good with. But like, babe, like when I saw your engagement photo, <laughs> like I imagined myself being that person. Did and you? I cringe. Like I was <gasps> no like, way. yeah, like not cringe in a bad way for you. Just me. Like I'd be like, oh, my God, like, babe, like I think maybe because I don't want to get married. I'm just like, no. Like I had my own visceral reaction, like awkward. To getting proposed to or just like. Yeah, like you got proposed to so romantically. I don't know why. I'm just like, oh my God. It's not (laughs) even cringe. That's the wrong word. It's like, 
my God, what is that? I don't know. Like, I don't know. It made me uncomfortable. Like, I reacted physiologically thinking about it for myself. Wow. And maybe I I need to go see your therapist. No, you know, no. I actually, but, okay, one question I yeah. have. Your parents are married. They don't want to get a divorce. They're super in love, but they both have told you not to get married, right? Yeah, literally, my mom said that, like, life is long. Like, you don't have to get married or have kids or do anything you don't want to do. Don't marry the wrong person. So it wasn't like, Chloe, don't get married. It was like, don't worry about getting married. Exactly. Because okay. it was some, I think it was something that at that age, I didn't hear, like, oh, don't get married. I heard kind of the opposite, like, husband and wife. You know, you hear that in school yes. and you hear kids talking about it. Because, again, I'm running around telling, like, you know, the high school quarterback that I'm literally going to marry him, right? I'm like, oh, I'm going to marry you. I'm going to marry you. I'm going to marry you. You know, like whatever, <laughs> like the UPS driver. But like, it's like if you were cute and I liked you, like I thought I was going to marry you, maybe. But my mom always, you know, she always told me that you don't have to get married. Like whatever the societal pressure is, you don't have to follow that. I like the more we I learn about your parents through this podcast, the more I love them because, know. you know, I think Persian culture is just very, um, which I think is similar to a lot of a lot of different cultures. Marriage is just like. Uh, the woman is not desirable after a certain age. And it's like, your life isn't complete until you have the husband and the family, like the kids. So there's just so much pressure put on it. I remember I was single. I was always the person though, as much as I wanted to get married and as much as I wanted commitment, I would never settle. And I was single for a long yes, time. Girl. Yes, girl. I would. remember we talked about this. Yeah. I remember you saying to me when I was single, you need someone who's obsessed with you. Yep. And it was like, if I wasn't obsessed with a person, I couldn't be with them. Mm -hmm. So I would have like a fling here and there, but it was, I only had three relationships my whole life. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was single for like years in LA because I just, and they'd always be like, meet this great doctor mm -hmm. or like, so you're, you're looking, you know, your standards are too high. And I just always knew if I wasn't madly in love, it wasn't going to work for me. Mm -hmm. So I think like that matters. Yeah, definitely. And it's like, we have time to find the right person. And I think that's kind of like the issue of, you know, you're not desirable after a certain age. We need to just scrap that thought. Please yeah, thank like you. 50 is a new 30. Mm -hmm. And people are living longer, literally yes. living longer. And we're freezing our eggs. Yes. And there's technology. And there's like, yeah, people used to die at 50. I know. So then it made sense to be married at 21, right? Mm -hmm. Like, not really to me. But yeah, you know, rationally, I'm like, I get it. But now it's like... J-Lo is getting married at 50. Yes. I'm so glad we have her to look up to. I know, right? Like, she's <laughs> such, like, I love her because, like, she's starting a new chapter in her life. Yes. And, like, 50. happy. So happy. Yeah. But, yeah, exactly. Like, there's no age limit on it anymore. Like, a lot of people have this thought of, like, your life is over after a certain age. Mm -hmm. And... I just think if you're going to get married, <laughs> make sure you're really in love. You're doing it for the right reasons, not just because you want to check off that box. Yeah. And don't be judgy like for someone who doesn't want to get married. It's like, yes. Oh, they always assume like if you don't want to get married and you don't want to have kids, it's like there's something wrong with you. You don't like kids or, you know, like, oh, what's wrong with her? It's like nothing's wrong with me. We're all different. And please don't have kids if you don't want to have kids. Yeah, like I want to have so many kids. I really do. I want to adopt them when I'm like 65. I remember you saying that and I yeah. just love you for that. No, I just feel like that's the time when I want to have kids. Yep. Like when I'm not working. Also, like I feel like I gave birth to an album. On I swear, like I've been working on that album for so <laughs> fucking long. Like I feel like I literally, that's my child. That's that's your focus. That's your passion. And this is like your life path. I love, I love that we have such different opinions on this because – 
Like we're like best friends. Yeah. We see eye to eye in so many things, but we just have different thoughts on this and it's yeah. great. Yeah. I don't think either of us are wrong. Like here I am like spinning, my head spinning. I'm like, wait. <laughs> You're like, no, but you know, it's like funny because like as I get older too, like I've had this philosophy since I was 25, but as I get older, you know, I think about like, oh, that's so cute when they're like married and like, you know, like, like seeing ring. an old couple. Yeah. And like, it's cute. But I feel like I can have that without, I can't see their marriage license. It's not like they're wearing it on their clothes. So mm -hmm. it's like, they could just be like an old couple, like right new couple i will say as i've um, gotten older as much as i want the marriage and like the traditional part of it i have learned because i think you idolize idealize these moments in your life where you're like the moment i get proposed to the wedding and like there's these three big moments in your life that are all that matter when really it's the marriage it's the everyday and the romantic moments that are mundane yeah that's really what i wanted and i think i was like putting all this thought into like these big fairy tale moments when really it's just you and that person like yes being happy doing anything yes. or nothing mm -hmm. but yes i do still want the marriage <laughs> <laughs> well you're getting it girl yes, i don't I know if you guys can see her ring <laughs> it's like the size of my face <laughs> anyways that was so fun having shay i, I wish you were there for it Me it was too. although actually i was like shit, trying to wake her up for the interview i was like babe you're like, wake up. Now. That's like real best friend energy. Our first interview, right? So I'm just like, babe, wake up. Is it okay? Like shaking her with her eye mask on. She was out. Um, but, you know, she did this whole interview, like still sleeping and like literally crushed it. Like that's just her. She just wakes up being fabulous and smart and amazing and funny. And that's what I woke. loved about it. It was almost yeah. like she was just in a very raw energy. She's so, so like, raw. Yeah. Thank you, Shay, for yes. giving us our first interview. I know. And being so, so real. We love you. Even yeah. though I don't know you, yeah. I love you. Yay. I love you, Shay. That's it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Make sure you follow Core Self on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Mona Van and at Miss Chloe Flower. See you next week. Bye. Bye.